How? How did the Penguins come out on top of the Calgary Flames and win 5-2? to two? Let's talk about it right now on Penguins Postgame. Before we begin, though, Jake got a goal, so you know what to do after this show and after today's game. Go to your nearest milkshake factory dealer in Pittsburgh and mention the half-off Jake Shakes at the Milkshake Factory offer at checkout. With that being said, let's get Penguins postgame started. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, showtime scores! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins postgame. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Five. Penguins five, Flames two. What a turnaround for Alex Nedeljkovic and the Penguins, despite, get this, the same sort of scenario that happened in last night's game in D.C. when Tristan Jari was between the pipes. This time, though, the Penguins don't score in the second period. Oh, you hate to see that, right? You hate to see that, right? Well, guess what? They don't. They don't score in the second period. But that doesn't mean you weren't going to see them score. Welcome, everybody, into Penguins Postgame. My name is Scott McGregor. This is Penguins Postgame. And we welcome everybody into the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. This show, of course, will be airing on on the ice and behind the benches before it airs on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Let's get down to the starting lines. We're not going to share our screen here, but I do want to get some post-game media availability later in today's show. Whatever we can get to. Our opening segment will be imparted with our middle segment of the program. And guess what? That segment 
Well, we're going to start with the game breakdown. And that will include the starting lineups. So, let's get started with the starting lineup first for Calgary, head coached by Ryan Huska. The left wingers were number 10, Jonathan Huberto. Number 63, Adam Ruzica. Adam number 20, Blake Coleman. And number 18, A.J. Greer. Your centerman. The first centerman on, on tap, number 28, Elias Lindholm. Followed by number 91, Nazem Kadri. Number 11, Michael, Michael Backlund. And number 17, Igor Chanarogovic. On the right side, the Flames would have Andrew Mangepine, number 88. Number 29, Dylan Dubé. Number 27, Matt Cor Coronado, Coronado, and number 71, Walker du Duer, Walker Duer. On defense, leading off the left side defense would be number 55, Noah Hannafin. Number 16, Nikita Zadorov. And lastly, number 48, Dennis Gilbert. On the right side, they are led in defense by number four, Rasmus Anderson, number 52, Mackenzie Wager, and number eight, Chris Tanev. In goal tonight for the Flames, number 25, Jacob Markstrom. In backup, for the Flames tonight. Number 80, Daniel Vadar. Alrighty. How do the Penguins line up tonight? Similar lineup to the game in DC and the game in Pittsburgh on Tuesday night. They lead off right, right wingers with number 17, Brian Rust. Number 67, Ricard Raquel. Number 43, Jansen Harkins. And number 77, Jeff Carter. Centerman, number 87, Sidney Crosby. Number 71, Evgeny Malkin. And number 20, Lars Eller, along with number 55, Noel Achari. In the right wing circle, number 59, Jake Gensel leads us off for Mike Sullivan's Penguins. Number 19, Riley Smith follows him. Drew O'Connor, number 10, is also a left winger tonight. And number 83, Matt Nieto, rounds out the left wing. 
On defense, number 27, Ryan Graves is on the left. Also on the left, number 28, Marcus Pedersen. And number 73, Pierre Oliver Joseph. Christopher Letang leads off the right defenseman for the Penguins, number 58. Alongside number 65, Eric Carlson. And number two, Chad Ruedel. Backing up the goaltender tonight for the Penguins between the pipes. Number 39, Alex Nedeljkovic. Is number 35, Kristen Jari. And there you have it. There is your starting lineup. For tonight's hockey game between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Calgary Flames. How about that? Penguins and Flames. To wrap up a back-to-back -back between these two squadrons. Let's dive right in to the game summary here as we prepare to get you ready for the post-game media availability. I would expect that is coming up or that should be available anytime soon. Penguins win it 5-2 to two in a game of which they trail in the second period after a repeat after a repeat of the game in D.C. last night, where nobody, and I mean nobody, scored. First guy to score is at 18.22 in the second period. And it's on the power play, lo and behold. Matt Coronado gets his first career NHL goal of his NHL career and his first goal of the season and it comes against the Penguins. Elias Lindholm has his third assist of the season on that goal. Rasmus Anderson with his first of the season. Uh, PPG for CG for CGY. And just like that, in the by the time we go to the third period, it's Calgary 1, Pens 0, Pittsburgh 0, I should say. In the third period, 18 seconds in, Brian Rust does this. He gets the Penguins on the board, and just like that, it's Pens 1, Flames 1. Brian Russ' second goal of the season. And that would be followed later in the game by his third of the season in the same period. Chris Letang on the assist. 
of his first goal of the game. Latang's second assist of the season. Jake Gensel doesn't have a goal yet until tonight. And we're going to get to his goal in just a second. But that is his fourth assist of the season on the Rust goal. And just like that, we are tied. Wait, wait, wait. Riley Smith, remember him? He made himself known by getting welcome to the Penguins with his first goal of the season. And as a Penguin, in the game in D.C. last night. And guess what? He got it again. He, he did it again. Riley Smith makes it 2-1 Pens with his second goal of the season. Gino Beast Mode gets his fourth goal of the season. That's Evgeny Malkin, fourth assist of the season for Malkin. For Ryan Graves, it's his first assist of the season and first assist of his Penguins tenure. At 41 seconds into the third. So Brian Rust's first goal comes 11 seconds into the third period. And guess what? 41 seconds later into the third, it's Riley Smith with his first goal of the game, second as a Penguin and second of the season. Speaking of seconds, goal of the season. Did you really think Gino was not going to score again? You'd be dead wrong. Because because after Jake Gensel makes it 3-1 pens, Gino gets on the score sheet at 14 minutes and 14 seconds into the third period with his second goal of the season. And Riley Smith gets his first assist of the season, first as a Penguin as well. Before that, though, the captain and Chris Letang team up to give Jake Gensel his first goal of the season, which means tomorrow, after this with this game gone final, tomorrow, head on over to your nearest milkshake factory in Pittsburgh to enjoy half off Jake Shakes at the Milkshake Factory. Jake's goal, Jake Gensel's first goal of the season, comes at 5 minutes and 55 seconds into the game. Chris Letang on the assist. Number 3 for Tanger on the year. Number 1 for Crosby on the year. He is also on the assist. Riley Smith gets his first assist at 14-14 in the third period on Evgeny Malkin's second goal of the season. First of the night, though, and only goal of the night. And speaking of first goals of the season, Jonathan Huberto 
Jonathan Huberto. He gets the Flames back within two at 16 minutes and five seconds in. With his first game, with his first goal, I should say, of the game and of the season. That gets assisted by Andrew Mandrapine. His second assist of the season. And speaking of seconds, Noah Hannafin, second assist of the season. On that goal by Jonathan Huberto. And we mentioned him earlier as we were talking here in the scoring summary part of our breakdown, which is what we like to start with. The Rusty Razor does it again. The, the Flames pull Jacob Markstrom. And guess what? Brian Rust gets it in at 1938 to seal the deal. His third goal of the season, second of the night. And Jake Gensel has has his fifth assist of the season on that goal. It's an empty netter. Penguins win five to two. Your final at PPG Paints Arena tonight in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Attendance is coming up soon. But as we wrap up here on part one of our opening segment into leading into our middle segment, let's take a look at the penalty summary. No penalty summaries in the third. So this time it all happens in the first and second period. The Penguins. Don't get a penalty until 13 minutes and two seconds in. Sidney Crosby going. Sidney Crosby going for two minutes for hooking. Ryan Graves had two penalties in this game, one at 19.02, two minutes for holding. Dylan Dubé, two minutes for holding in the first period at 13.52. Blake Coleman gets a two minute hooking penalty. At 12 minutes and 5 seconds into the first period. And 10 minutes and 40 seconds into the first period. It's Nikita Zadorov With a 2 minute tripping penalty. Then it was basically Ryan Graves getting called again. For holding the stick at 17.23 in the second period. And at 13.52. Lars Eller. That's already the third penalty he's taken in this season for Lars Eller. He takes another one in the second period at 13.52. This one for hooking. That's already the third penalty Lars Eller has taken as a penguin. And he's a guy that we want not to take penalties. Well, he did. And that pretty much puts us 
to the game stats. Before we get to those game stats here in the opening segment, how about this? And it looks like we have some media availability from head coach Ryan Huska and Jonathan Huberto. We'll get to the post-game media availability in the middle segment, which is when we will also introduce the three stars of tonight's contest. But before we get to that, the line, the referees in this game are Jake Burnick, John McIsaac, and the linesmen are Dave Breeze Boyes and Tyson Baker. The game stats, however, 24. Pittsburgh blocks 24 of Calgary's 36 shots on goal. So the Penguins are outshot by the Calgary Flames. The Flames block only five of the Pittsburgh Penguins' 29 shots tonight for the Pens. The Pens had 15 hits. Calgary finishes with 10. The Flames finish the night with 34 faceoffs won. Pens finish with 30 faceoffs win. 30 faceoff wins. Pens spend eight minutes in the penalty box today. Tonight, they take the puck away. They take the puck away from Calgary a total of 10 times. They give it to Calgary. So they gave it away nine times. Calgary, just like they took it away, they only gave it away three times. They only gave it away three times. And they took and they took the puck away from Pittsburgh three times. They spent six minutes in the penalty box connected on the only power play in their three opportunities they had. And of course, that came in the second period off the stick of Matt Coronado. Congratulations to him. The Penguins, however, uh, same sort of story it was when they played Chicago on Tuesday night. They just could not get the power play going. They are 0 for 3 on the power play tonight. And I'm pretty sure when we hear some when we hear some media availability, which we do have Gensel, Malkin, Nadelkovic. And head coach Mike Sullivan. We got quite a couple of people to hear from. We're going to hear from them throughout the course of the program. And just to send us into our first commercial break, let's hear what let's hear what head coach 
Mike Sullivan had to say after a after a four five two win a five two win bounce back from down one. Let's hear head coach of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Mike Sullivan. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. Also share my sound. Hopefully it'll work out. And this is what's going to send us to our first commercial break. Three stars are next. Our stake of the game also coming up. But right now, to send us into a break, let's hear what the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Mike Sullivan, had to say after a come from behind, down one to beat the Flames, five to two, the Penguins win at home. Mike, a seven-goal game doesn't always scream, you know, goaltending performance, but how key was Alex just in terms of keeping things in line for you to guys to come back and win? I thought he was solid. You know, I thought he was solid all night. He made some, uh, he made some big saves for us at some key times. Um, you know, there was, uh, I thought there was good goaltending at both ends. You know, I thought in the first period, uh, I thought Markstrom made a lot of really nice saves, especially on a power play. We had a lot of really good chances and, and he made some nice saves and Ned did the same for us at our end. So, um, I thought there was pretty solid goaltending on both sides. What went to and what did you think of the team kind of stepping up to the third period? Setting the goals aside. Yeah, I just I thought we did a better job just uh in the puck battles. You know, Calgary, give them credit, they're a uh they're a quick team and, and they're strong on the puck and uh and their D are very active. And so they're uh they're active on the walls, on the pinches, they 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 really make it difficult for you to gain access out of your zone, and uh, those wall plays are so important. I thought I thought in the third period we were much stiffer on the puck, and uh, that was something that we talked about in between periods is just making better decisions on the entries. You know, if there's if there's no ice to play on, we can't get stubborn. We got to put pucks behind them, and then we got to get our noses over them and hang on to them. And 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 I thought we did a pretty good job. I mean, the opening faceoff is a is a great example. I mean, I thought. I thought Sid was so stiff on that puck, just taking it to the net. And, uh, you know, we end up scoring off that opening draw. We got a lot of juice from that, that's for sure. Uh, your, your two most prominent players have done a lot of things in their career, but I'm not sure. I've... Um, you know, both of them, I think, have the ability to elevate their game at, at any particular time throughout the course of games to try to help us win. You know, I thought the last two nights, both Gino and Sid were. Um, have been dominant at certain times throughout the course of the game. They're all over the score sheet in both nights, um, but they're doing a lot more than that. You know, they're defending hard. They're, um, you know, they're doing a lot of the little things. You know, last night, Gino went on Riley Smith's goal, for example, in the third period. It starts with just a great back check, just a great track from behind. He strips, he strips a puck and. All right, there is our there is our first little pause there. I apologize there. I probably might have 
run. I probably I probably might have uh, run it a little further, but that's okay. We will link it in the description. So if we missed anything, you can hear it as I'm sure I will hear it from Mike Sullivan. You can hear the rest of what he said. But let's finish off here where we are right now with what Mike said after the game. And then makes an unbelievable pass to Riley, and Riley finishes. And I, I, I think it's a lot of those little things. You know, I think it is a lot of those little things. I really do. Head coach of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Mike Sullivan, sends us, sends us to a break. When we come back, three stars of the game, Jake of the game, we'll hear from head coach, Ryan Huska. We will hear from Jonathan Huberto. We'll hear from the Penguins side. Oh, we also now have one of the guys involved in getting a goal tonight. We will hear from them when we return to Penguins postgame right after this. Don't go anywhere, Pens fans. Penguins post game is live and on the air on On the Ice and Behind the Benches and streaming later on Sports for Beginners. We're back right after this. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them. Discuss the Blue Jays, Bill, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Welcome back to Penguins Post Game. My name is Scott McGregor. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Penguins Post Game. It is time for our three stars of the hockey game. And why? Well, it's just that time. So just give me a moment to put the, to put us on the right track here. Okay, here we go. After this introduction, we are in 
we are in to bring you three stars from Penn and Flame. Also, a quick reminder to vote for your favorite player in the game who you think should be a game puck of the game recipient. We'll reveal those in our final segment before we reveal tonight's attendance at PPG Paints Arena. Here comes our first of two introductions. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. And that is me. Welcome back, everybody, to the program. It is our, it is one of our shake of the games. Sorry, our introductions. And let's get to it. It's time to look at our three stars of tonight's game. And let's start with our third star here. Remember how I said in the game that we re that we covered tonight ahead of tonight's game I should say after the game that happened on Friday night remember how I said that I agreed with the old 2-9er Phil Borg that Kristen Jari should have been a 3 star well guess what making his Pittsburgh Penguins debuted between the pipes. Your third star tonight with 34 saves, two goals given up, and a save percentage of 0, 0,944. It's Alex Nedelkovic. Number 39 of your Pittsburgh Penguins. Your second star tonight is number 71. Once again, Gino makes the three stars of the game. And he's got one goal, one apple, as Phil Borg would say. I'm calling it an assist. He was plus two. And on the ice for a total of 17 minutes and 46 seconds. Brian Russ, the Rusty Razor. He is your first star of this game. And why not? Two goals in this game. No assist. Plus two on the ice for 19 minutes and 26 seconds. In total, why not give Brian Rust the first star of the game? He may have been number three in your heart, but tonight he is number one in the score sheet's heart. Brian Rust is your third star. Brian Rust, everybody. Sorry, he is your first star. So it's Brian Rust. 
Evgeny Malkin, Gino Beast Mode, and goaltender Alex Nadalkovic. Those are your three stars of tonight's hockey game. We're going to get to the shake of the game in just a moment. But first, let's hear from the other side of the ice. As we continue here. Tonight, we're not going to do, since we're doing this after the game, like immediately after the game, we're not going to do here the look back around the league, but we may include just a few games from tonight's Saturday night slate. It's important to note that there will be two games tomorrow night, and I'm going to remind you what those are very quickly here, as we get ready to hear from the other side of the ice is coach in Ryan Huska. We are going to hear from Ryan Huska. Before we do, though, courtesy of my phone, we are going to let you know what's what's going on on Sunday. Who's playing Sunday? Will the Tampa Bay Lightning will take on the Ottawa Senators who were in action tonight and ended up losing. We'll talk about that in just a second. And the Carolina Hurricanes are in town. I should say they are, yeah, they are in town against the Anaheim Ducks who are looking to kick off their season with a win. That game's at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Senators and Lightning at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Oh, excuse me. The Senators won their game tonight against the Flyers. They won 5-2. Isn't that the score we're just recapping right now? Between the Pens and the Flames? Yeah, yeah, I think that's correct. All right. Here is Ryan Huska. Enjoy. Ryan Huska spoke to the media, the Calgary media, following the loss. Here's what he had to say after the 5-2 loss when it looked like they had Pittsburgh beat, kinda. Yeah, it was uh, a little tough puck management to start with for sure. And the hard part is we had a, a good first two periods. When you look at it, we played a good solid road game to start with and then really that's the difference and then you let momentum get away from you and then you have a few face-off reads that were um, not there tonight so it's it's a tough one for us to start for sure 
games like the offensive zone in the second period. First period was a lot of special teams. You know, Marky made some great saves in the first period to keep it at at zeros, um, but it got away from us in the third for sure. Yeah, we, yeah, for sure. Well, you can look at stretches for all four of our lines. I thought we had that at times from all of those lines, um, and I think they knew Pittsburgh was on a back to back. And it was our opportunity to kind of make them have to defend as much as possible. But um, the area that we have to get better at is managing the, the key parts of the game and starting periods, you know, face-offs, your details, they all have to be there. Those those are the things you can control. One you kind of let get away because, like you said, after two periods, you have one nothing, another building. Mm-hmm. Right where you want. Yeah. Um, whether we let it get away or it's, um, you know, we kind of gave it to him, whatever, however you want to put it, it, it happened, yeah. When you have a game, especially that section, it's yeah. hard to get pretty much game at that point or get enough in it. Yeah, I think there's there's guys when you're killing penalties for a lengthy period of time like we were, they don't kill, so they're sitting on the bench, so they would like to be on the ice more. But I didn't feel like that really had a huge impact on on us like I said the carried over into the second period where we probably had our best period you know including exhibition um, we played really well but then you know we got to move on and make sure we're better for third periods I hope so I know he, he actually made a smart play on that he he found the quiet ice there and he got himself open and that's the mark of a goal scorer for sure That is for sure. There you go. Post game from the other side of the ice. That's head coach, Ryan Huska. And we've got post game to get to from their players. Matt Coronado. We've got post-game to get to from Jonathan Huberto. We've got some post-game media availability to get to. On Pittsburgh's end, Nadelkovic, Gensel, and Malkin. It's all coming up here. Before we get to the shake of the game here, quick look at other finals around the league here on a Saturday night. In uh, Pittsburgh, I'm, of course, coming to you live in the Sports for Beginners studio on On the Ice and Behind the Benches and Sports for Beginners with myself coming to you live from Canada in Mississauga, Ontario. Hello to all of you 
listening around the world, wherever you may be. The Minnesota Wild played in a wild one. That's uh, Austin Matthews strike again. Yeah, yeah. Remember how he had a hat trick just a just a night ago? Guess what? He did it again. He did it again. Matthews with three goals in this game. Two of them in the first period. And two of them on five on five hockey. Other finals in the league besides 5-2 Senator win over the Philadelphia Flyers. The Seattle Kraken fall in a shootout to the St. Louis Blues by a final score of 2-1. to one. Also final that the Buffalo Sabres fell to the Islanders 3-2. In New York. The Montreal Canadiens defeat Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks. Three to two. Despite the effort that Connor Bedard might have to get his second goal of his NHL career and of this season. The Red Wings defeat the Lightning 6-4. Rangers lose to the Blue Jackets 5-3. The final in Boston. 3-2 Bruins over the Penguins, over the, excuse me, not the Penguins, over the Predators. Bruins beat the Predators 3-2. The Winnipeg Jets beat the Panthers 6-4. The Florida Panthers 6-4, the Jets beat them. And, of course, Toronto's final from Scotiabank Arena on Hockey Night in Canada. Maple Leafs 7. Minnesota Wild 4. Wow, the Wild lose 7-4. to four. That looked like a pretty wild hockey game. If you ask me, games going on right now in the late window, the Canucks leading the Oilers 2-1 to in Edmonton. 
after 20 minutes. The San Jose Sharks currently leading in the second period and on the man advantage. 1-0 over the Avalanche. They lead the Avalanche. Also in the lead, 1-0, the Vegas Golden Knights. They lead the Ducks of Anaheim. 1-0. And the Carolina Hurricanes, who I mentioned just moments ago, will be in action tomorrow, I believe. They are currently leading, heading into the end of the first 20 minutes. Three to nothing over the LA Kings. All right. I think we've wasted enough time. Let's take another introduction here in the middle segment. It's time to reveal the shake of the game. I'll be back after this introduction. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, Despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. That's me. Welcome back to the Shake of... Welcome back to Penguins Post Game. Welcome back to the studio. It's not yet our commercial break, but... It is time for our Shake of the Game recipient. Before we get to our recipient, let's play tonight's play of the game. And honestly, I gotta go. I honestly gotta go with the goal by Jake Gensel. We've been we've been waiting to see when is Jake gonna score? When is Jake gonna score? Well, despite playing an opening night, he got better as the days went along. Yes, they lost on Tuesday night to the Blackhawks and Connor Bedard. But the past two nights, the Penguins have won. They fell behind in this game. One to zero. And this time they came back to beat the Flames five to two. Despite shutting out 
the Washington Capitals last night in D.C. Let's take you to the people who called this game. For Jake's goal. His first of the season. Let's take you to the man who called it on Hockey Night in Canada. We are going to let it run here, and I'm going to unshare my screen for a second. And we will return to the highlights when it is okay. It didn't look like it took very long, to be honest with you. We're just going to watch, I'm just going to watch it here before I share my screen and take you to the guys who called it. You know what? I'm just going to speed it up, actually. <clears throat> but Jake scores, and that is my play of the game. Let's now take you to it. Let's see what audio we get. But here are the people that called it on Hockey Night in Canada tonight in Pittsburgh. Let's get you to chip chip. Let's get you to the men who called this game and called Jake Gensel's goal. Gentlemen, take it away. And chip, chip by, and then get back to getting on Pittsburgh's defense, something that the Flames were very successful on doing in the second period. There's a one-timer. Gensel scores right off the ground. Jake Gensel makes it 3-1 Penguins. Yes, he does. Okay, so not going to get too much more further with that. That's fine. But there are the people that called it. And as you can see, the horn was going off. Uh, we didn't exactly show you Gensel. Gensel uh, showing off. Well, okay, I won't say showing off, but. I think you're going to get what I mean. He comes out off the draw and shoots it one timer. And guess what? It's in the back of the net. Jake Gensel, your player of the game. Sorry, your play of the game. His first goal. Oh, and by the way, it also earned the GWG or game-winning goal, which is, in short, GWG. The winning goaltender is Alex Nedeljkovic. His record, 1-0-0. Zero, zero. Jacob Markstrom, 
is 1, 1, and 0 with the loss. And again, the Penguins win it. So that is our play of the game. Let's get to our shake of the game before we hear from more people, including, as I said before, Gino Beast Mode, Jake Gensel himself, and Alex Nedeljkovic. And of course, we want to hear from Jonathan Huberto and, and Matt Coronado. So our shake of the game recipient tonight for the Flames. Why not give it to the guy that got his first goal of his NHL hockey career? And his first goal as a member of the Calgary Flames. Your shake of the game for Calgary is going to go to Matt Coronado. Minus four for him. One shot on goal. The only shot that he needed to beat Nedeljkovic to score. Did not take the puck away. Did not go to the penalty box. No hits for the no hits for Matt. No blocks. On the ice for 14 minutes and 43 seconds. No giveaways and no takeaways, as I as I said. He is my recipient of a shake of the game. And you know what? Speaking of first goals of the season. Let's give a shake of the game to the man we're about to hear from as we wrap up this as we wrap up this shake of the game segment segment part of this or part of this segment. Let's give it to Jake Gensel. One goal, two assists, plus two for Jake. Three shots on goal. One of those three. Went by Jacob Markstrom to give him a goal. He had one hit in this game. Did not go to the box for any penalty minutes. He blocked three shots. Took the puck away once. Did not give it away. And was on the ice for 19 minutes and 34 seconds. Jake Gensel, who we're about to hear from. is your Shake of the Game recipient for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, we did this in the oh, we did this in our post-game show for the ha, for the Capitals and the Penguins. We are not going to do it however for this one. But we gave you the bold penguin of the hockey game. And actually, let's find out. Let's find out for ourselves. What? Let's find out 
see if we could find out who full, who our full penguin of the game recipient tonight is. And you know what? It's nine seconds long. That was pretty much what it was. Oh, never mind. That's a uh, post game. Oh, never mind. That's post game from the 13th, which was Friday. So never mind. Let's get you down to Jake Gensel, who spoke to the media. And by the way, as we hear from Jake, he is our Penguin Shake of the Game recipient. Jake? Jake and Pittsburgh Media? And Pittsburgh Media? The floor is yours. Yeah, it feels good. I mean, I had a couple chances. Um, missed 20. Easy one in the first, so it's nice to be able to get one and hopefully kind of a snowball from here after, especially with the empty net there. That's part of it. Brian Russ was hard on himself last year, just thought he could score more goals. What have you seen from him? Oh, I mean, Rusty's a great player, and, you know, he's hard on himself. He takes it serious, and um, you knew he was going to bounce back. I mean, he's a tremendous player, and I, uh, I just love playing with him. You know, he's going to be hard on pucks and, and get on the forecheck, so uh, no surprise from us. He's Seven goal game doesn't like cool, but he was Alex oh, he's, Yeah, he's phenomenal. I mean, that was my first time in a game with him, so uh, he was made a lot of routine saves and made the tough ones look easy. So he um, he played excellent and you know, got a lot of credit for him. You guys didn't score in the power play, but I imagine you feel pretty good about. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of chances. I mean, that first period was a lot of. It was a little weird period. There were a lot of special teams, so um, you know we controlled play, but. Sometimes it's not going to go in, so it's, it's part of the game. It's part of the game. Is there any more from Jake? We are going to find out. You know what? We're le we'll leave it there. If there is. If there is, we will get right back to it. And actually, I'll just check this out just to be sure. No, it looks like that's it. I don't see Jake. So you know what? Whether that's it or not, that is where we will leave it for Jake Getzel. And we will come right back to the Penguins in the final segment. We will hear from Gino Machino. 
we will hear from Alex Nadokovic. But before we take a break and get ready for Game Pucks, before we take a break and get ready for your Game Pucks of the Game, let's get this guy out of the way. Matt Coronado Coronado Matt spoke to the media the Calgary media and we are going to send it over to them Right now. Let's hear what Matt had to say. Oh, that was a little too far there. There we go. Let's go back. Let's go right on back here. Listen, I know uh, we probably wish it would come under better circumstances, but um, you know, how did it feel to see that one uh, find the way in the back of the net? Uh, feels good. Lindy made a, a great play there. Um, I think it's kind of hard to think about it, uh, the way we, we came out and played in the third. But um, like I said, it was a great play by Lindy, and it was, it was uh, good to get it. What about uh, just the way you evaluate the third? Uh, I know that's kind of what sticks out to the group right now. What did you take away from it? Um, I think we just didn't do a great job managing pucks. A um, couple maybe mental mistakes that that we'll definitely uh, clean up, but um, it's important stuff, so look to get better. Is that almost the perfect place to be, though, going into third period on the road up one nothing, and you had it right where you wanted it until that point? Yeah, I thought we did a good job working all game. Um, like I said, it was just a, I thought it was just a few mistakes in the third, but I thought we definitely did a good job working. And your goaltender was stellar again early on. Marky was unbelievable uh, early in the first. Uh, he made some ridiculous saves. He kept us in it. Is that difficult uh, game in terms of? Whether it be penalty kill or power play, there was a lot of different specialty teams throughout you know the early portion of that game. What's it like trying to find kind of the flow of that game? I think we did a good job battling through it. Like Marky kept us in it. I thought all the lines were working, um, hunting pucks. I thought I thought we did a good job working through that. And um, like I said, I thought I thought we played well through the first two. Any chance guys like Sydney and Falcon were heroes of yours when you were growing up at all? These guys you look uh, up to? Yeah, definitely. Watched Crosby all the time. Um, obviously, a really fun player to watch. So it was, it was cool to be out there against them. Indefinitely. That's Matt Coronado. Jonathan Huberto is next. Before we get to him. And we get to 
Evgeny Malkin and Nadeau and of course goaltender of the Penguins Alex Nadelkovich. We are going to take a quick pause and hear a word from Take Another Look. You can always, and I mean always, listen to Take Another Look wherever you listen to podcasts. And Every Wednesday evening, except on holidays, every Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern on Voices for Ability Radio. Again, that's Voices number four, Ability Radio. We will take a quick break. When we come back, we're back to wrap this up. Game puck of the game. Our next plus Malkin, Huberto, Nedeljkovic. What's next for the Flames? What's next for the Penguins? And our attendance record. You're listening to on On the Ice and Behind the Benches and streaming on Sports for Beginners. Penguins postgame. Penguins hockey is back right after this. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out on the ice and behind the benches where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action to learn more 
follow the On The Ice and Behind The Band Biz Facebook page, search On The Ice and Behind The Band Biz. Welcome back to final segment of Pittsburgh Penguins post game. The Pittsburgh Penguins and Sidney Crosby and all of the new members and old members of the Pittsburgh Penguins play here on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. My name is Scott McGregor, coming to you live from Mississauga, Ontario, in Canada. And the Sports for Beginners studio on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. And Sports for Beginners. So, we've got one final segment to go. And that segment is our segment where this season you get to be a part of the action. So I hope you made your picks because we're going to get into my picks on the game puck recipients of the game for tonight's hockey game. Before we do that though, Let's take you just to get Calgary out of the way. Let's take you to the post game media availability of Jonathan Huberto. Let's take you. Jonathan Huberto speaking to the Calgary Flames media. And while it loads up, I want to say that if you would like to be a member of the Bills Mafia, out a Buffalo Bills text group all you have to do is simply go to no rather you have to text it all you have to do is text 716 528-6727 and you will be in for a free trial to be a part of the Shout a Buffalo Bills podcast football podcast is Bills Insider Text Group
you can also join via the link in any in any and i mean any of the buffalo bills shout a buffalo football podcast descriptions of episodes Ryan Talbot is a friend of the show, and I'm looking forward to having Ryan back in the studio for a mid-season review to figure out how he thinks Buffalo is doing this season. And a reminder, they play tomorrow night on Sunday Night Football. I will have a pregame show for you. I guess you could say the next time you will hear my voice will be on Sunday night ahead of yes, ahead of Sunday Night Football. We'll break it all down for you. Get you ready for Sunday Night Football. And then on Monday, we've got the post-game show. Bill's post-game is Monday. Who knows? It might be. It might it might end up being on the same night. We don't know. Let's get back to what we're talking about here on Penguins post game. And I believe we are ready to go. So let's send you to Jonathan Huberto, speaking to the Calgary Flames media. Oh, that's an ad. Let me get that ad out of the way. All right, here we go. Here's Jonathan Huberto after the game. And we will also send you to Gino after we give out our game pucks of the game. And we will also send you from Gino to Alex Nedelkovic. Goaltender of the Penguins tonight. And I would expect that he might play during the back-to-backs. I would expect nothing less. Here's Jonathan Huberto speaking to the Calgary Flames media after the game. Yeah, I mean, we can, you know, play it off, I think, against a team like that. And a couple of mental mistakes, you know, the, that we had in the, in the third, and they took advantage of that, I thought. Overall, 
I mean, the work ethic was great tonight. I mean, we worked hard. It's just some mistake that, you know, kind of turned the puck in, into a net. What about where you guys were at through 40? I mean, did you like what you saw, the position you were in after 40? Yeah, I think so. Like I said, I think we were working harder than them. We knew they were in a back-to-back, too, so trying to, to push down a lot. And, uh, you know, like I said, I think we got to manage the puck better. And, you know, kind of just mental. Mental, that was the mistake in the third. Uh, a special moment for Matt. I know it comes in a loss, yeah. but uh, what did you make of, of the moment? It's great. I mean, this guy has, you know, had a tremendous training camp, worked really hard this summer, get rewarded. You know, his first goal tonight would have been nice to, to get the win, obviously, for him. But, uh, you know, he's been playing really well, so you got to keep going. And it's uh, exciting, obviously, to get your first initial goal. Like maybe you guys, you veterans, were almost happier than he was when he scored the goal. Is it? Is that just speaks to the energy that he brings to the group? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, like I said, you, you see a young guy coming in, work, working hard. It's nice to see him, you know, get rewarded. And, you know, he's going to score many goals in this league. But uh, get the first one, it's always special. And we wanted to make him feel, you know, special. Difficult game in some ways to find. I mean, there was a lot of... A lot of specialty teams in terms of, you know, I think the midway point of the first and then on the second period. Yeah, it was tough to get the rhythm, you know, in the first period. I thought there was a lot of penalties and stuff like that. So, but uh, we got to work on our PP, you know, and, and get get some goals. I thought we had some opportunity, but we need, you know, better execution. Can you just speak to the, the way Markstrom held you guys in there too early on? Yeah, he's been, you know, he's, like I said, this guy is playing well. And, you know, it sucks that you know, didn't end up with a win, but he made some huge save to, to keep us in the game. You know, got the one nothing lean going to the third. But we got to learn from from that. I think that's a you know learning process for a team, and we got to take that and look forward. To it. Definitely a few things to learn from. All right, Calgary is in the books. We are going to do the game pucks of the game. And then we are going to send you to Gino Machino. We will do this without sharing our screen here. Because I want to share my screen when we Share with you. When we when we wrap up the game, pucks of the game, I want to send you to I want to send you directly to Gino speaking to the media. So, game puck of the game. Let's start first by going over the scratches since we haven't done that yet. So, Drayden Hunt did not play for the Flames. Neither did Jordan Osterley. Also not in the lineup. This one for the Penguins, John Ludwig and Ryan Shea.
for the Calgary Flames. The game puck of the game is going to go to tonight. It is going to go to Jonathan Huberto, who we just heard from, who had five shots on goal in this game. No assists. One goal. He was minus two. Had one takeaway in the game. No giveaways. He was on the ice for 18 minutes and 25 seconds. Which is why the runner-up here, even though he had a little bit more time, it is Noah Hannafin. No goals, one assist, minus three. No penalty minutes, no shots on goal. One hit, one block, one giveaway, and one takeaway. And again, he's on the ice for 23 minutes and 28 seconds. So we have a runner up. And we have our recipient in, as I mentioned before, Jonathan Huberto for the Penguins. We are going to give a game puck of the game to the Rusty Razor. Two goals, zero assists, two shot plus two i should say three shots on goal two of which went in no penalty minutes one hit five blocks no giveaways and no take and one takeaway And Rust was on the ice for 19 minutes and 26 seconds in total tonight. We have heard from the Rusty Razor. Oh, no, sorry. We haven't. We, we don't. We don't have to hear from the Rusty Razor tonight. I, I actually was hoping we would. But tonight it's Gino, Gensel, and Nadalkovich's time. Speaking of Gino. Let's send you straight to him. Gino, the floor is now yours with Pittsburgh Media. I think it's like huge, like first line. I mean, they like jump right away and like score huge goal. You know, it's very important. Like game like this, score like one goal. It's like uh, if you see like we play pretty good like first period but puck not going in but we try so hard like we play i think good power play but third period like it's like lucky balance after board and rossi like score from like behind that and like after like we feel it and like we like score again and like uh control the whole game i hope tomorrow like season over and i win our trophy no, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not bad. I feel good. We have great line, you know. It's like, uh, again, long summer, a little bit rest, Mr. Hockey. And, uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, I won't win, you know. I won't, like, uh, play hard. I won't, like, uh, last year, is again, like, uh, we talked a lot. And, like, we don't like it, uh, miss playoffs, you know. And, again, coach say right away, like, we, these two points, same, like, 
two points in March or February, you know, and when this stand like when you play hard like every at least home game. We Back to Gino in just a second. So we will give you courtesy of my phone. Actually, let's do it before we go right back to Gino. Let's give you the look ahead here. Not. Yes, I said not. Not. On shared screen. Up next for the Flames, it will be the Capitals, who the Penguins just played last night. On Monday, they will play the Capitals at 7 p.m. You can see it on Sportsnet and on Sportsnet Florida Flames. Sorry, Sportsnet Calgary Flames, I should say. You can also see the Flames in action on the 19th, a Thursday, at 7 p.m. Eastern as they take on the Sabres. You can also check out Flames versus Blue Jackets at 7 p.m. on October 20th. How about this? 5 p.m. October 22nd. And they got a match against the Red Wings. And on October 24th, just a night after that, they play the Rangers. 9.45 p.m. And then at 9.40, sorry, 9 p.m. Eastern, they will play the Blues from Calgary before they head out to play at an odd time. But they will play at 7 o'clock against the Edmonton Oilers on October 29th before opening up their November schedule with a visit from the Dallas Stars. Puck drop time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. All right. That's our look ahead for the Calgary Flames. Let's go back and hear more from Gino. You know, it's like, and again, they're pretty amazing for everybody. Um, no, I, uh, I hope it's like, uh, we keep going. Another break in the action. You know what? We might have a couple of those breaks, so you know what? Let's go ahead and bring you what's next for your Penguins. At 7.30 on October 18th. That's a Wednesday. The Penguins will play the Red Wings on Wednesday. 7.30 p.m. Eastern. In Detroit, Michigan. 
before they head to St. Louis for an 8 p.m. puck drop on October 21st. Then, on October 24th, at 7.30 p.m., the Penguins are back in the Berg for a 7.30 puck drop against the Dallas Stars. They follow that up with a visit from the Colorado Avalanche on October 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern. And on October 28th, the Penguins will face the Senators for the first time, but in PPG Paints Arena. On October 28th, just after October 27th, before, just before Halloween, they take on the Ducks in Pittsburgh. At 7 p.m., the Anaheim Ducks are in Pittsburgh the day before Halloween on October 30th. And then the Penguins head into San Jose for the first time. Eric Carlson will go head-to-head with his former team, the San Jose Sharks. Puck drop scheduled for 10 p.m. Eastern. One thing I can tell you already about that one, you will definitely have a post-game show the day after the game. So make sure you join me. All right. Let's wrap up Gino here. But there we go. The look-aheads are in the books. And we are going to get to Rust. Sorry, not Rust. Nedeljkovic. He's, it, that is coming up. Lot. And lot. Still. Your aunt. You know, lots and lots of hockey still to come. This is game three of 82, and it's in the books. So that means three games down out of 82, only 79 to go. We'll have as many. Penguins post games as we can. The solution that I was trying to get to, but I didn't get to, and I apologize for, uh, in the Capital Post Game Show, is that whenever the Penguins play a double header, we will have for you that double header post game show playing first on on the ice and behind the benches. And then streaming on Sports for Beginners. That's the solution that we have for you. Oh, and one other thing. If you've been wondering, if you've been watching or listening to Broadcast Map, if you've been wondering 
I wonder what Scott and Allie have for me on broadcast map. Haven't heard Scott's voice in a while. Well, join us Friday on broadcast map when Allie and myself reunite for another edition of Sports Reaction. Ali brought the show back for another Blue Jays Reactions show. Obviously, this one will be a, well, it will be a look back at the 2023 campaign. And we will also get into some of the post press conferences, the end of the year press conferences from Ross, Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro of the front office as they try to, well, as I'm sure you already know, get through everything that went down in that final game of the Toronto Blue Jays season that saw the Blue Jays fall 2-0 to zero to the Minnesota Twins. All right, it is about, wow, it is about Sunday. So I got to get out of here. But you know what? We are going to stay true to our promise and get you Nadalkovich after we finish up with Gino. Gino, the floor is now yours. Once again, let's get this one done. You know, like, yeah, he's a great player, you know, it's a great shot, a great skill guy. And uh, I'm just giving him puck, you know, and like, I mean, last couple of games we play pretty well and i just i don't want to talk too much about this but just like stay focused stay positive and like help each other oh i uh i don't know i i did think about that you know i try catch a maybe but it's not easy but again uh i do my best you know and like, uh, I hope when I'm retired, I look back and like, I say like, I do everything for myself, you know, and uh, just right now, I don't think anybody points, you know, anything, just do my best. I mean, season just started, guys. It's just three games. Like. <laughs> Season just began and we hit a pause. Well, I mean, you're not wrong, Gino. You're not wrong. The season has only just begun. Okay. We'll keep... We can keep waiting on Gino for a little bit, but you know what? That Gino... From the Pittsburgh Penguins, we are going to get you.
so that we can get out of here. We can we are gonna get you now to we are gonna get you now to Alex Nedelkovich before we put a bow on this program. It's Penguins post game and coming up right now. Let's get you to Alex Nedelkovich. A link to player media availability will be in the description of this episode. If we forget to do it, oh well. You can find it by going to the links that you pretty much see above. Obviously, if it's an audio, you can't see it. But that, but all that aside, let's get to Alex Nedelkovich speaking after his first appearance as a member of the Penguins. Whatnot, but um, I try to do it as best I can to to get the puck into our defenseman's hands or forwards' hands to get out of the zone. So uh, you know, one, we're playing with the puck a little bit more. Two, uh, you know, guys aren't getting hit as much. Just builds confidence. Feels good. You know, obviously we want to have a good showing for them. Uh, this is my this was a first uh, my first game action with with the group of guys. Um, you know, I didn't get many uh, looks during the preseason, so it's. Uh, it was good uh, to get out there and have a good showing. Yeah, I, I felt great, honestly, um, from, you know, all summer to through training camp till today, you know, till right now, I, I felt pretty good. Um, just just trying to play my game, have fun, enjoy it, keep it simple, and uh, just give the guys a chance to win every night. Try to at least. A lot will be said about goals. I thought, like, like you just said there, they were pretty routine, pretty easy. We did a great job of keeping them to the outside um, all night. And then, uh, um, you know, even if they got in, in, into the slot there and it was great A chances, we were getting sticks on it. We were making it uncomfortable uncomfortable for them, so they weren't getting time to to focus and to put a good shot off so a lot was going into my chest or just into my hands um, you know and, and they worked for it they got their two goals or they earned some of those bounces but I think when we uh, we, we kind of got on got to our game at the start of the third there you know we, we took it to them we, we pressed got pucks to the net and just found a way you know the first one was a little bit wasn't the prettiest goal but then there was a couple there obviously Smitty's goal was a great pass from Gino and a good finish so you know we got rewarded uh, in a couple of different ways Yeah, absolutely, yeah, a absolutely. That's that's what it takes to win. Um, it doesn't matter what team you are, where you are in the standings, where you are in the year. You have to come out. You have to play with that kind of passion, that kind of fire, and uh, the competitiveness to, to to want to win. You know, you the skill is going to only take you so far. Talent's going to only take you so far. You have to be willing to work in order to win. They ended up uh, getting one on the power play. Uh, but for the most part on the PK, it seemed like operationally you guys were limiting chances, um, being difficult on entries and whatnot. How do you feel like the, the PK went? I thought they did great. They were 
They were giving me good sight lines. Um, they got, I think, a few in from the point, but I was able to see most of it, so it was pretty routine saves. Um, I think that one, we just got a little scrambly there. Um, kind of lost position of where some guys were, myself included, and uh, just didn't put ourselves in a good spot to, to react to, to where the puck was going. So, um, you know, it happens. Uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll try to work on it, be better for the next time. Yes. Yes, indeed. All right, everybody. I hope you've had a fun night. Pens win it five to two tonight in TPG Paints Arena in front of 17,635 fans in attendance. Let me say that again here, 17,635 fans in attendance at PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Once again, the final score, Penguins 5, Flames 2. And you have just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host. Of course, it's also streaming on, on the ice and behind the benches. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. For now, we say so long for now. It's been a great, it's been a great show. I really hope you enjoyed it. I can't wait for thursday to bring you the recap of red wings and penguins first regular season matchup of red wings and penguins i cannot wait to bring that to you my name is scott mcgregor love one another good night everybody have a great rest of your day wherever you may be in a time zone but here in Canada and in the United States for Penguins post game. I'm saying good night, everybody. We'll catch you Thursday after Wings versus Penguins. Good night, everybody. Go get yourself a Jake Shake on Sunday to celebrate this win. Remember, they're half off because Jake scored tonight. Good night, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it. <laughs>